Well, sometimes it's hard to make financial sacrifices when the reward might not be seen until several years in the future. So today we're going to talk about some of the situations where you might be inclined to take the immediate benefit when actually you should really consider the delayed rewards. That's coming up next. Welcome to the Financial Flight Plan with Tim Estes and Bree Reyes. When it comes to your financial future, we believe the sky is the limit. We'll give you the proper tools to keep your engine <clears throat> portfolio running smoothly. Let us pilot the answers to some of your toughest financial issues. The Financial Flight Plan starts now. Welcome into the Financial Flight Plan podcast. I am Ben George alongside Bree Reyes. She's an investor coach and certified financial planner at Estes Financial Services. Bree, good to talk to you again. How are you? Doing well, Ben. If I sound a little different, I just got back from a business trip, and of course, I came home with the gift of a cold. <laughs> you can't go anywhere without <laughs> expecting to get sick now. It feels like these days, right? No, it totally feels like that these days. It is It's lovely, let me tell you. No, um, I had the pleasure of going up to New Jersey, which... Um, dad's mom's, so my grandmother's from Jersey, but I'd never made it up that way. And I actually got to go to Washington Crossing Delaware Park to see where George Washington crossed the Delaware River in New Jersey. Oh, cool. And I got to eat a tomato pie, oh, which yeah. I was very confused. <laughs> Why is that? Because I didn't know what a tomato pie was. I assumed I had ordered some type of fabulous quiche thing mm -hmm. it is not a quiche thing or at least <laughs> the place i ate at was it wasn't it is definitely a pizza which don't get me wrong i absolutely love pizza but i wasn't expecting a thin crust italian tomato pizza i was expecting more of a um like a quiche, mm -hmm. like a dried tomato, sun-dried tomato basil quiche. Mm. That is not at all like it was lovely. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it was absolutely lovely. <laughs> but it was one of those um, that I learned a lot about. Uh, you know, asking questions. This is the second time we've gone somewhere funky where I've ordered the local. Um, delicacy and it has not at all been what it sounds like it's going to be to me and the first time was a rather unpleasant surprise i will say this time the trenton tomato pie was much more of a pleasant surprise yeah. <laughs> just different yeah that's funny i've never really had them i got we got a good friend though that actually they like a family recipe they make tomato pies all the time so usually when we go visit them or we're having a dinner with them at some point we'll They'll usually cook one up, and so I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And they are good, but yeah, if you're not expecting it's, it, it's excellent. It's that I wasn't expecting it. Mm. I really thought I was getting a quiche, which would have been fine too. Either way was perfect. Either way, well, Either good way trip. Good. Uh, I hope you feel better. Um, I know we're working on it. We're working on it. Hopefully, you're the only one that gets it too in the household. I, well. I'm. It's a sinus infection, so okay. I'm not walking around super contagious. But I definitely lost my voice this morning, much to Nate's chagrin. He loves it when mom doesn't have a voice. <laughs> um, I guess because I I cannot get loud with him. Right. I don't know. I think maybe that is what he is going for there. You can't tell him what to do. Can't tell him not to eat that. I still that tell him what to do. Chocolate. He just doesn't <laughs> listen. 
Uh, very good. Very good. Well, we hope, uh, hope you're feeling better. I know the holidays are right on the corner and everybody gearing up for that. So wish you the best there. And I like our topic today. This is a good one, Bree. The financial world and what you do, um, it's, it's all about patience, right? Because everybody wants to try to make money quickly or grow their nest egg fast or hit a home run. But so much of what you do and work with people on is a step-by-step process that takes time. Right. So right. Be- it's it's constantly a step-by-step process that takes time. And it's a big thing. It's it's hard for Americans because we're the country of immediate gratification in my mind. Yep. I mean, we've got the microwave. We've got Amazon delivering packages <laughs> by um Helic, not helicopter, but drone. drone? Yeah. Is that actually happening or do uh, they just keep threatening us with that? I think they've done it, at least tested it a few places. Okay. I'm not real sure. Um, I don't like the idea of drones <laughs> flying above my head with, you know, like, I don't know, couches, <laughs> pianos. <laughs> That's just, it just seems like a bad idea. Um, but we are the country of immediate gratification. We are the Netflix country. We are the country of the microwave. We are the country of, oh, I could get that in 20 minutes? Great. Um, we're the country of fast food. Mm-hmm. And so all of these things, we're not, Americans are not great at delayed gratification. It is not what we, if we were great at delayed gratification, we wouldn't have, what is the pay service where you can pay and um layaway and mm-hmm. um right now where they let you break your payment over like four payments shock right. it, it's just too much too much too much we we don't do that i mean heck we've got uber eats and doordash i don't have to wait for anything i don't even have to go outside anymore <laughs> and this was all happening before covid yeah so the problem with what i do though is so much is delayed gratification so much is a we're not getting an immediate benefit, but we're planning for our future. And that is very, very, very hard for people to understand. And that's fine as long as we acknowledge it. Absolutely. And there's so many examples of this. We might actually follow back up with a second part and go through some more. But we got three kind of big ones today I want to talk through with you. Uh, and I want to start off with the 401k and contributing there, primarily when you have a match opportunity, right? Because I, I've done it. I'm guilty of this. You, you, the budget's tight. It's the holidays right now. It's easy to say, okay, this month I'm not going to put anything in the 401k. I've got to use this money elsewhere. But it's so important to, to make that a habit that you're not breaking every month and you adjust your budget other, rather than adjusting your 401k contributions, especially when there's free money. Especially when there's free money. Um, the biggest problem is that and it's so tempting. It, I get it. I'm not going to lecture everybody here and pretend like this is not something that is is very tempting. But in months like this, it's so, so easy to say, you know what, I'm not going to participate in the 401k in December because I'm going to save that money and I'm going to use it for my Christmas shopping or Hanukkah shopping or whatever. But if you don't, especially if you have an employer that matches, you have to make sure your match, you're contributing every pay period to get that match. And if you aren't, then we have some serious problems. So I, I, it's something that you have to adjust your budget for. It just has to be a no. I can save other places. I can save a little bit ever all during the year for the holiday gifts. I don't need you know, I'm going to, and you just have to tell yourself, no, I'm going to contribute to my 401k. I'm doing this for me. Being quote unquote selfish is not 
selfish. It's future planning when it comes to this. Do you think Especially so? leaving free money on the table. That's the part that drives me nuts. I know it is. It's tough. And I guess, you know, some people might say, well, what happens? What's wrong Brie, with doing it like once? Like if I have one month, I need to pull that money and, and place it elsewhere. But do you see like that? And I, I can kind of guess that the habit, once it's broken, it's hard to kind of return to that, right? It's easy. To, if you do it once, it's easy to justify it a couple of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you'll start lying to yourself. We all do. We all lie to ourselves in little different ways. Um, I'm the worst about it when it comes to food. I'm just going to have a teeny tiny bite of this. And next thing I know, <laughs> I finished it. I mean, we all have little, little white lies we tell ourselves. The problem with something like this is that if we lie to ourselves about this and we break it once, you're going to break it again. Nine times out of 10, you're going to break it again. So I would rather us put put hard and fast rules on ourselves to where we're not. This is just not even a, not even a consideration. I like it. All right. So don't pass up that 401k match as, as tough as it might be. Obviously, there are emergency situations where that's going to happen. But if you can't avoid it at all costs, take advantage of that free money. All right. Continue with investing here. Taxes. We talk about taxes all the time, Bree. You offer the tax time bomb book, the toolkit that you, you you offer people. But right now, I want to focus on the tax deferred accounts so that people like to put their money into. And it's great. It is important that you're putting money into those accounts. But people like to say, oh, I'll just pay taxes down the road instead of, hey, let me pay the taxes now. Maybe put that in a Roth or use that money elsewhere. But that can add up quite a bit, can it? It can. Um, and this is, it's a fallacy my industry has lied to people about for years and years and years. You will be in a lower tax bracket in environment, in retirement. You'll be in a much lower tax bracket in retirement. Go ahead, take advantage of the tax deferred savings now. You know, do everything you can do. And I'm not saying don't contribute to your IRA or 401ks or tax deferred, especially if you got a match. By all means, get that match, get that free money. But what I'm saying is over contribution or savings only in those tax deferred accounts. The number one thing I see when people come in our office now that they regret is not doing more Roth, not doing more investing outside tax deferred accounts because now they're 68. They have Social Security turned on. They're taking money out of their IRAs and the taxes are just killing them. And right now we're in a historically low tax environment. And at the end of 2025, beginning of 2026, taxes are going to go up unless Congress can pull their head out of their tuchuses and extend the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act tax cuts. I do not think that is going to be a possibility, especially considering the fact that how many votes for a speaker of the House have we had in our last two votes of speaker? I mean, we can't even get along within one party. How are two parties supposed to get along and do something? Hmm. I just don't see it happening. So every CPA I've talked to, every economist I've talked to has told me, expect the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act to disappear. That's what they're planning for. And you know what? If it stays, it stays. And it's a wonderful surprise. It's, all, it's almost one of the few times I'd be happy I was wrong. But as of right now, this is something I'm hearing from a lot of our retirees. And we're doing Roth conversions as fast as we can. But it's hard to do them, especially as inflation has reared its ugly head and people are having to take more money out of their IRAs just to live off of. We're not having the runway or the, the, the flexibility we had before to do Roth conversions. So this is something to really, really consider 
really, really think about and um, be prepared for. So important. So important. The Roth is uh, oftentimes a big regret for people that uh, look back and say, man, I wish I would have taken advantage of that a little bit more when I had the opportunity. So don't necessarily wait to pay those taxes. If you can do it now and maybe take advantage of lower tax rates, it's, it's worth having that discussion with someone. And again, if you want to talk with Bree, you can always get in touch, touch estesfinancial.net or 817-444-8402. All right. Here's another big one, Bree. Social Security. Uh, the claiming age is 62. And, you know, this is one where it's tough uh, to delay, right? I mean, people want to hop in and get it as soon as possible. But this is a big one you need to talk through and have a strategy for. Yes. People want to. So you can claim at 62. That is the earliest you can claim Social Security. But here's the way Social Security works. Basically, the earlier you claim it, the 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 fact that you are penalized for longer. Does that make sense? Like you don't get as much over the course of your life. Okay. And, and the longer you live. So take my grandfather. We'll take Grandpa Estes, Gramps Estes, for example. He claimed at 62 because he had to. He had been taken advantage of by a unscrupulous financial advisor and he needed the income. Well, he lived until 90s. So grandpa missed out on hundreds of thousands of dollars because of the fact that he claimed at 62. Now the position that financial advisor put him in, he had to. So it's one of those where it's not a, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty type situation, but would those hundred thousand dollars have helped over the long term? I'm sure it would have. Grandpa was here today. The other thing is, if you work, your Social Security can get penalized working as well. What do I mean by that? I mean that if you're working after and you claim Social Security at 62, there's an earnings test. And for every $2 you make over that earnings test, $1 Social Security will go away. I have seen plenty of people who retire and then get part-time jobs because they're bored and then screw themselves out of their Social Security. Pardon my language. But they end up hurting themselves. So it's 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 one of those things you've got to be aware of and be knowledgeable about. And you have to make sure you really want to take Social Security when you claim it. It's not an easy thing to just switch around. Now, you don't want to have to go back on that decision because oftentimes you don't have that opportunity, right? So to have those discussions up front, sit right. down, determine if you do need to claim early or wait. What's going to be the best strategy for you? And the good thing is, Bree, you guys offer a social security claiming report, right? And that can really help someone out with this decision. Yes, we do. It's one of my favorite things I get to run. We have two. One is a just a social security claimings report that's going to show you by claiming at this age, how much are you giving up over your longevity? And I make the comment every time I run one of these, we plan God laughs. Um, <laughs> you tell me the day you're going to die. I'll tell you the best day to <laughs> claim your social security. Nobody knows that, hopefully. Hmm. Um, but the other one that I really love is two spouses that are claiming Social Security. There's so many different strategies that we can look at for spouses that are claiming Social Security to make sure you both are getting the most out of your Social Security. I mean, you've put money into this program for years and years and years. Nobody asked you if you wanted to contribute. So you might as well get the most out of it you can. All right. Again, just go to ssfinancial.net or reach out to Brie 817 444 
800-242-8402. Again, we'll probably follow up another episode with a few more of these these items that uh, it's worth waiting for when it comes to planning. So stay tuned for that. All right. Got a little getting to know you question, Bree. We like to do this every episode. Here's the question for you this week. What's a small thing that makes your day better? Music. Mm. I like if it. I am having a bad day, I will shut my office door and turn on some tunes and music can turn my day around. What are you putting on? Michael Ferranti. Okay. Not Blink-182? I've, I've got a pretty... I don't Blink-182. is not bad. I've got a pretty <laughs> wide selection, but Michael Ferranti can put a smile on my face no matter what's going on. I love it. Music's a great, so, a great that answer. That was the song that Joaquin and I played at our wedding. And he's a great, wonderful human being. We've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple, uh, uh, once or twice, and he's a wonderful and amazing human being. So, Michael. Oh, cool. I love it. Well, very good. All right, let's close out today's episode with a question that has come into the show. This one is from Howard, who is in Fort Worth. Howard's question today, Bree, is, I just received a medical diagnosis that will almost certainly shorten my life by several years. Sorry to hear that, Howard. I'm 63, and I plan to wait until 70 to start my Social Security so that I could get the largest possible amount. But now I think I should start it immediately. Do you agree? Howard, I'm so sorry. I am so, so sorry with for what you're going through. First of all, it's take a second. Don't make any drastic decisions. Um, I tell that to everybody when they're going through a massive um, when they've just gotten some massive news. Uh, there's no, no wedding or divorce, death medical diagnosis, take a second, um, breathe, center yourself, and don't make any decisions that are drastic. The second thing I would tell you is um, you don't just want to be thinking about your social security for you, but if you're leaving a spouse, if you're leaving someone who would also claim off your benefits, there may be another, there may be a reason to delay. Um, but if you're claiming just on you, it may be worth taking a look and starting to get the most social security you can get out of it. The other thing I would always tell everybody is please get a second opinion. I have seen cases where people have made drastic financial decisions off one doctor's opinion and then found out later on that eh, it's not quite the circumstances they thought it was. And so always get a second opinion. Always, always, always. And if you need somebody to talk to, Howard, I'm here for you. Yeah, thank you for that, Howard. Again, if you want to reach out to Bree, you can do so. EstesFinancial.net or A one seven four 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 eight four zero two, and kind of piggybacking off of that again. Take advantage of that for that Social Security claimings report and run those numbers and, and figure out what's the best option for you. All right, again, Bree, it's important that we wait. We have patience with our money and our financial planning. So hopefully today's episode will point out a few areas where people can do that, and we'll try to cover more of those soon. Wonderful, and everybody listening, go out and lead an abundant life.